everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Ian Hink. Hi. Ben Moore. Hello. And in Brandon Jones's seat, Michael Huber. Fight Owens fight. What are you doing here? Every time. Where's Jones? Uh, Jones is like swimming with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Harry Potter. flying on broomsticks. He's hanging out in Florida, just going to theme parks with uh, his wife and family. And so you're some sort of Jones replacement? Never. You can never <laughs> replace Brandon Jones. I am filling in for Brandon Jones. So The, the now cold, dead so, husk. Emotionless husk. Wait. What? Does this mean... Uneasy alliance? No, 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 no. You're actually, you're all still betting for the lizards. Good. Three on one. All three of us are three on one. Yeah. Taking them down. The green lizards. Green lizards. It's already been decided. Uh, Ian, last week we established that the green lizards have a cry. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's Brad. Brad. So it's green lizards. (laughs) Green lizards. (laughs) I love that. You're at like a stadium and the entire audience is. That'd be really creepy and awesome. <laughs> so I get a lot of comments with this podcast. Uh, we used to have a podcast just months ago, really. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember. It always started with an icebreaker, and I get a lot oh, yeah. of comments, people missing that. And so even though I think we already broke the ice, we're already having fun, I'm, we wi- I'm willing to try thing. it. I'm willing to try out icebreakers. So here's my first idea. This is a, a, a dumb improv game from my dumb improv days. Uh, cool. It's called Me. Beastie Boys. Okay. Uh, the way that the Beastie Boys always rapped is they would hit the rhyme together. Yeah. Make so, some noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beastie Boys. Right, right, right. Yeah. So basically, we're going to make a rap together. Okay. And kind of, you know, we're all supposed to hop in on the rhymes okay. that we're just making up on the go. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, You're leading it, right? Uh, I can go first. It's it's hardest to go last because you're you're the last one to come up with the rhyme. Uh, I mean, we'll just go down the line then, I guess. But okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then Hebrew's got to come up with the last line. Epic and then go back? Incoming. Yeah. Okay, we can go so back. So it starts and ends with you. All right. The world ends with you. And then should we make our own beat or should I do one on my phone? That's do the last question. Do you have one readily available on your phone? I, I got one, yeah. All right, do that. <laughs> okay. I got I th- one. I think, yeah. it's, I think it'll be easier if we're just going... Boof, 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 you know, because okay. it's a little easier to be sloppier with that. Well, and then sure. we could fluctuate the beat if someone slows down. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So are we good for that? Sure. I am so nervous. <laughs> this is really scary. <clears throat> Huber, are you good for that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like upset. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> He's nervous. So uh, I guess for, our, for like what we have to make the rap about, let's do... <laughs> the rap is about... You asked for this. N- not wanting to hear Uncharted 4 spoilers. Excellent. Okay. Okay. All right, so here we go. Wait, just uh, to be clear, you're the only one who's actually played Uncharted 4? Oh, no. Oh, you both have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you actually know story elements. Get we ready. don't know anything. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about how Sully's dead. Okay. <laughs> Which is not a spoiler. I don't know the game. He's not played the game. I don't know the game at all. the game. I don't know the game. That was not a spoiler. I don't know any part of this game. Really quick, I have a friend yeah. who doesn't watch Game of Thrones, uh-huh. but every time a new episode he comes out, he just trolls people by going like, oh man, I can't believe Pip died. You don't know and how people much I get, get that. so mad. Like, dude, why the hell are you spoiling, man? Pip? Like, what? I, I hate it. No, yeah. he's not a character. Yeah. It's he like, just makes up names. I can't believe Pip died. Can you believe Pip is a Targaryen? <laughs> that is actually funny. <laughs> if he's making like up he's characters. All over the place. I'm, That's me. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Sorry. All right, so we need a beat. 
I don't want to see Uncharted 4 spoilers. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll do it again. I'll do good stuff. But no, 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 it was hard. How are you supposed to know I that can't. spoilers right. was so okay? I didn't know. Is it we got to come line? up with rhymes with spoilers. It's yeah. just one line. Spoilers? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't. We can do this. I don't want to do Uncharted 4 spoilers. 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 Shit. We're all supposed to come in on spoilers. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then what? I go? Yeah. It would make me mad as if I was in a broiler. You know my favorite character? His name is Sullivan. Sullivan? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, wait, I thought we did a rhyme so we could... I thought he, we he could... was thinking there were rhyming couplets. Yeah. Okay, all right. So he has to rhyme with Sullivan now? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, are they rhyming pairs, couplets? No, no, no. You got it. Everyone's rhyming with spoiler. We're okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. I knew I was gonna fuck this right, up. Huber, you got one for Sullivan? No, no, no. For spoiler. Sure. Okay. Oh wait, does he have to do a different one then? Why do all the? I don't got it. I don't got it. I don't got it. <laughs> wait, Ben has to do one that ends in spoiler. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like a, a snake is a coiler. I'm out. Okay, I'm, I'm out. out. Spoiler's the hardest word. You could have picked like dead. Yeah. That little Wait, man, no, okay. he's a toiler. I don't know. All right, can we make up words? Yeah. yeah. I can. No, no, no. You can't make up words because we have to know what you're about you to, to write. You have to know what you're about to say. Oh, the beat. Uh, this is going, I, I can't think this about would the go beat. Badly. Uh -huh. I can't think about the word. I can't. There's too many things in my brain. Don't do the beat when it's okay. your turn. No, everybody. Yeah. That was the icebreaker. The we'll, beat. We'll continue this. Maybe <laughs> that was a train wreck. I'm that was, so sorry. I thought that would go bad. Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a soldier. Yeah. Also, I love that the, the whole exercise is we're supposed to guess what you're going to say. And yeah. your setup is my favorite character is. Sullivan. That could be anybody. Drink. Oh man, that was fun. We broke the ice. Yeah. <laughs> wait, we're not gonna finish the rap? Cracked open. Can't wait to read the comments oh. on that one. Sorry? Looking at all those spoilers and they're cracked open. Is that one? No, that's a rhyme with spoiler. Oh shit. You were with okay. I get oh, yeah, He was trying to rhyme with Sullivan. Oh, I get it. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, open. Yeah, sure, that kind of rhymes. Yeah, it's a near rhyme. So let's start corrections music. Um, <laughs> if you still have patience for us at this point. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, good job, man. You actually did the thing. There's uh, yeah, no well such done. thing as a dead press. Huber, you said the phrase dead press last week. I guess that's not a thing. What's a dead, dead press? press? He said like some guy was dead pressing. Isn't that where you just lift? Oh, dead lift. Yeah, dead, yeah, yeah. dead, dead lift. lift. Uh, dead press. The dead enemy press. in Infinite Warfare is called the Settlement Defense Front. Uh, Spec Ops were not introduced until Modern Warfare 2, but they did include some Modern Warfare 1-esque missions. Cigarette smoking is not cool. The Oscars are <laughs> later- cool. Uh, I did actually. Oh, yeah. you- That was on me last Whoa. week. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, it's not it's cool. too much Jojo, it's not man. Cool. Um, Jojo! The Oscars are labeled actor and actress, actually, in leading role. Who knew? Oh, shit. They're still stuck on that. Yeah. Okay, wow. Uh, there's not a helicopter mission in Modern Warfare. That's an AC-130 mission. Uh, Neo was announced in 2004. Many people corrected my console launch dates by saying that the consoles launched at other points in other regions. Sure, the reason this is significant is that the U.S. especially is this country, about the U.S., is that this country spends a ridiculously disproportionate amount of money on everything, video games especially, in the holiday season. So, missing that in the U.S. is a big deal and is unprecedented. End correction music. Which part of that was... So a lot of what? people, no, a lot of people are just like, uh, this thing launched in March in Australia, or this oh, launched oh, oh, in March in, in Europe. And it's like, yes, okay, yeah, it did. It's so a big deal. So you were just countering a, a correction. I was countering a correction. Correction counter. Basically, it's a huge deal for a Nintendo console to launch in March in the in U.S. The States, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, a little weird. It's a big one. 
Uh, and we do have an update. Uh, there will be no Nintendo Direct at this E3. There will be a Nintendo a Zelda stream, stream. instead. Uh, presumably just what is already going to Dear be on the show house. floor. So like, if we watch that, there's no reason for us to go to E3, really. It's all going to give you guys goosebumps, though. Okay. It'll give you chills. Hubert, thank you for being positive. Yeah, you'll have chills. You'll, ben will watch it and be like, Dude, Nintendo's back, man! Nintendo! Okay. Guaranteed. Uh, we'll be much? here. We'll <laughs> be on the couch. What percentage of that do you think is just the music? Here's the thing, Hubert, though. Some of it. 20%. Yeah. Were there, more than that. Were this any other company... I would get those chills with Zelda and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Zelda. Uh so let's um let's start the show. We're here. Where are we? 15 minutes into the show? The show's not started yet? Yeah. Uh Oh boy. Do you know my favorite way to start the show? Game announcements. Game announcements. We have one. Oh. Battlefield 1. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we have some enthusiasm already. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me gas. rattle off some details. Uh, October 21st, this will be released on Xbox One, PC, and PlayStation 4. It's World War One. There's horses. There's tanks. There's biplanes. There's trench warfare. It's, so it's what I wanted. I wanted World War One, Kyle. Do you remember? We yeah. talked about this. So that's my first bullet point, Huber. <laughs> we talked about this. You said there were rumors it was World War One. Yeah. I said, Huber, no way. World War One is boring and awful and terrible. Yeah. There could never be a video game based off World War One. Yeah, and you here said we go. Be. There is a shot, because there's not a lot of gameplay in that trailer, right? So I was like going through, I was scrubbing through, just looking at like individual gameplay shots. Yeah. The shot of the biplanes, like looking over the map, there's like a castle down here. And just like battlefield maps are always so awesome for me. I love them because there's so many separate battles going on at once. And... Just seeing that map got me really hyped, and it made me wonder if they're going to have... Because I think there's like a Zeppelin in there, too, somewhere. The Grand Reveal. Yeah, I would love it if they have kind of a Battlefield 2142 callback, where you have to board the Zeppelin and blow it up from the inside. That's my number one want. 2142? Yeah, oh. the future one. You have to like board... They have this game mode that never, never really came back. It was like Titan mode or something, mm. where you have to board the ship and blow it up. I love stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know, I just, for some reason when I watched Battlefield 1 trailer, I got that feeling. Like We're going in there, there, dude. We're yeah. going in that Zeppelin. I hope so. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder <laughs> if you can spawn in the Zeppelin. Probably, yeah. If you're on the other dude. team or whatever. Yeah. One team has to defend it. Mm -hmm. There's like gun turrets everywhere. Uh, ben, are you convinced from watching this trailer that World War One can be a video game setting? Yeah, I do, because I think something that the trailer did a really good job of emphasizing is there's there's sort of this brutality to World War One. Yeah. Where it's it's historically like it's a very advanced time. Like we used a lot of different weapons and machines that we had never used before, but at the same time, you still have people like getting in trenches and like beating the crap out of each other. And so I think that like kind of all of this future stuff, I think has gotten away from that a little bit because when I think about my favorite Battlefield moments like Battlefield 1942 for example it's like storming the beach yeah. and I, I feel like based on that trailer the energy that was saw we're going to kind of witness those things again the only other thing that I want to say about Battlefield 1 really really quick is like my favorite Battlefield moments are when I get into something that I've never been in before like the first time you play Battlefield 1942 and you're like I can get in a jeep I can get in a plane I can mm -hmm. get a boat I can do all of these things in the same map I just think about that with a Zeppelin like, yeah. just grouping up with my friends 
being online and just yeah. running a Zeppelin straight into well, something. Like, that the, moment the, is going to be the, incredible. The B-2 bomber in yeah. 1942 was such... Like, they haven't done that in so long. This ultra-powerful vehicle. You right. know, they've had jets and stuff, but they're super hard to use. And there's so many counters. You know, people get in the AA and just take it out. The B-2 bomber in 1942 didn't spawn often. It was like a long cooldown for respawn. And it just was this... Just it was like a nuke, man. You would just fly it over enemy bases, drop all these bombs, destroy everything. I want the Zeppelin to give me that feeling again of just like getting in this vehicle and having it. So real quick, before really we get matter. to Ian's thoughts, I have a question for you, Huber. Mm -hmm. As a Battlefield fan, uh, one thing they're doing with this game in multiplayer is that vehicles are class specific. Whoa, I didn't hear this. Okay, uh, so basically, if you want to drive tanks, you're you're picking tank driving class. Okay, does that bug you? Uh, no, because you can always switch on the fly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want to use a tank, just spawn as that guy and use a tank and then spawn back. So you're so, cool with it. Yeah. Ian, yeah, what's yeah. your first impression of this? You watched the trailer just now? Uh, yeah, I watched the trailer like moments before we shot this. I'd heard about it. Somebody like, I was driving and they were like, oh, Battlefield 1, that's crazy. I'm like, what is that? He's like, oh, World War 1. I'm like, oh, my first thought was gas. We saw yeah. some gas in that trailer. Gas. Yeah. He, he pulls on the gas and mask. And like, what if like you can kill yourself with the gas, kill your teammates with the gas, like and every. What, oh, what in I, multiplayer. Oh yeah. god, amazing! No. If the gas, my, my, what I really hope, gas and I huge. doubt, I doubt they're gonna do, but I really hope that this game is just brutal. Like, yeah, you're it like pretty garroting, pretty. like bayoneting people and like shooting them, and then gas like makes your skin rot off and just like shit's just bananas. So vile, vile. Not to be a downer. I had this feeling. I haven't had this feeling in a while because I always say, you know, it's video games. Sure. But after recently watching Paths of Glory, actually, not too long ago, World War I film, uh, is it insensitive to be hyped for a World War I game? Like, when you think about it. Like, I'm really excited to play, get in these Zeppelins, like, kill everyone. I mean, every game like, is about just killing people. Yeah, but Nazis <laughs> are so much easier to kill. Yeah, Nazis, yeah, they're committing Nazis atrocities. are good to yeah. yeah, yeah. And World War One is just... World War One was just confusing. I'm still not entirely yeah. clear why that was happening. I hear mm -hmm. you, man, because... Franz uh, Ferdinand was murdered, was assassinated, that's yeah, why, that's right? That's how it started, yeah. Yeah. We got that Austria going on. Yeah. Uh, you remember Valiant Hearts? Austria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I... Yeah. I yeah. liked the vibes of Valiant Hearts. When it was doing it, like, it got cartoony in places, and that's where I started hating it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah, Valiant Hearts is like, hey, this war sucks. Yeah. This blows. Do you think it is impossible yeah. for Dice and EA to, to make a campaign that sort of speaks to that? Like, is it at all possible that we could finish that story and be <laughs> like, no, that that made me feel things? The, I trust in Dice. I believe they the, can do it. The thing that I was wondering You're not about, so sure, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sorry, and we can, Sorry, uh, Ian. Go ahead. That's all right. You guys get excited. The thing, <laughs> the thing I was wondering about with this game is like, because World War One is paced a lot slow. Like the weapons are all slower mm -hmm. than modern warfare weapons. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering if they're going to speed it up. Like that that trailer was very kinetic, very frenetic. Like it seemed very quick and nutcase and whoa. Like biplanes can do crazy stuff that I'm pretty sure they probably couldn't exactly. I don't know. Maybe they can do that stuff, but like. I, I, don't, I wonder if the modern audience, like, if they made it realistic, 
would tolerate it. Yeah, I think we're gonna get like machine guns. That you're are gonna have flawless. machine guns. Yeah, and you're gonna have uh, shotguns. Is, like yeah. your your guns aren't gonna like jam constantly. You're not gonna yeah. be like face down in the muck, crawling through mud and rain and for like, months. For months. Oh my god. And dude. just like covered in in mustard gas, and you're just like, oh my god. You actually just made me really pessimistic about this. Like here's the thing. Like I think it's gonna be like a dolled up 2016 like yeah. crap fest. Whereas well, like I liked the old like I really liked Day of Defeat. Because, yeah, it was a multiplayer shooter, and it was, like, obviously jazzed up and faster than... But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the guns felt really authentic and stuff. So I just hope... I hope... My hope for this is that they're going in a more real... And I think maybe the tone of the music in the trailer is what's maybe throwing me off and making me worry that it's going to be hyper-modernized. I just hope that they, they keep with the... Because Battlefield 1942 really felt like 1942 in a lot of ways. Like, the, the M1 Garand and all that stuff, like... The soundtrack was actually a big part of that, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It felt more authentic. I mean, obviously, it's not entirely, but, like, I hope that they go do that we, route with Let's it. do some trailer talk. Let's talk about this trailer. This trailer is a minute long. Yeah. The reveal trailer. Yeah. It uh, has another cover. Uh, it has a cover of Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. It does one of my least favorite things, which is pulls one relevant lyric, and that's all you hear. All you hear is, Seven Nation Army couldn't hold me back. Yeah, it's like that's it. That's the only lyric. They're like, never done nothing else. Do you remember uh, Evolve? They had um, the Fugees, uh, which was like, ready or not, yeah. here I come. Yeah. Um, that's like all they took from it. And it's like, well, hold on, don't just take that one part of the. It makes me so mad. Well, I mean, what do you want them to do? Play the whole damn song? Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather than actually three minute just... trailer with the whole song. Well, no, just more lyrics or Those... an original song or like the Battlefield song. Or, yeah, just anything. Music. Yeah. No, let's Anything. just put that one part of the army in there. Just like, oh my god, come on! Uh, the first time I saw the trailer, it was on mute. It was just on my phone, uh-huh. and I was we stoked. really high. I could totally imagine getting a better impression by the trailer. Yeah, and then yeah, I watched so, it again. It was, it was like, a lot more Ugh. colorful than I thought it would be too. Heck yeah! Uh, I, I pictured it just being like grayscale and really depressing because mm-hmm. it's World War One. It's a hyped trailer for sure. You Bend know your feelings. I didn't hate the music. <laughs> what I, what I was uh, <laughs> I like going it. to say is, I, I like that at least with Battlefield One, we can have speculation conversations like this. We can be like, well, all right, they're doing this thing. Here's what they showed in the trailer. That could be really exciting. How are they going to handle World War One? I? I, I feel like there's a lot to talk about, and the nature of those conversations is exciting. Whereas you think about Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and it's just like, yep. Like there's really, I feel like there's just so much less to say. I'm um, proud of us for getting this far, but I I'm feel sorry. like I'm sorry. we have to, Ben. No, that was one of my bullet points. Okay, is like can can these two games exist without us comparing them? I mean, they never. I feel do. like no, no, but they coexist so well. I am. I am days from each other. I know, but yeah, like, like as a fan, as a fan of video games and a fan of shooters, like. I love them both for different reasons. I prefer Battlefield, and, like, there's always going to be a preference. You know, you prefer vanilla or chocolate ice cream. It's like, I prefer the pace of Battlefield and the scope of Battlefield, but they're so different from each other in the way that they play that... I look forward to both every year. But you're having a Sunday, day, man. Yeah, a little bit of both. You're Mm -hmm. talking about Battlefield and Call of Duty in a broad sense. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be specific. Are you stoked on Infinite Warfare? Not that, like, stoked to play it, of course, because it's Call of Duty. I'm always excited. Right. The zeitgeist is, like, the, it is the definition of zeitgeist. Yeah, right. Omar. Uh, <laughs> zeitgeist. Omar brought that but, word. But I feel like lexicon. that's kind of the the point, though, right? Where you saw the Battlefield 1 trailer, and, like, immediately after you saw it, you felt like you had to comment, you had to say something. You you were excited regardless of what happens, whereas yeah. Infinite Warfare, like, there's just nothing. I feel like yeah. it's just dead air. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot's been made of uh, YouTube and the views of these trailers uh, and the, the thumbs downs on these trailers. <laughs> uh, I mean, they are, we have to compare them because they were yeah. released days apart. <sighs> they both Here they have are. music from dead rock stars. What? what? The White Stripes are not dead. They're not dead. <laughs> I mean, the White Stripes are the dead. The White Stripes, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but Jack White and Meg Ryan is dead. Yeah, I know. yeah, he's still doing stuff. making a weird joke. He's a real weirdo now, though. Is he? He, like, makes un- intentionally unlikable music now. Just like That's, Kyle Bossman really won't like this one. He's been doing that for a while. <laughs> like, I love uh, Moss Hart, but uh, Dead Weather has not impressed me always. The new album has grown on me quite a bit. Really? Yeah. Which one is that? Whorehound, or which one is that? What's the name of it? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Well, corrections next week. Corrections. I mean, next we week. didn't know. That's fine. You Can know, you correct I, corrections are updates. Oh, yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know Let what the most recent Jack. Just to 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 compare them to to dive into this stupid conversation. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield is taking a risk with this game. Way more of a risk than Call of Duty, and I respect that. I think. You know, like like you were saying when last last time we had the podcast, you know, World War One. You're like, no, that that wouldn't work. World War One, that's a weird war. Yeah. Like who knows? In a boardroom, they were probably like, yo, World War One, and this was probably a really long conversation of like, well, trench warfare. Everyone kind of just hunkered down in a trench, mustard gas. Like, how will modern audiences react to this game? And I just respect that they're going for it. I think I think if they actually go for it and stay true to the period. It'll make it a stronger game. Like I just hope yeah. that they don't. You're right. I'd hope that they don't take the like easy choice that seems right now like the safer choice mm-hmm. and making it like more zippy and modern. You know, yeah. like if it just plays like Battlefield Four, but in World War One, it it pro- people won't like it. I think as much as they would if they just stick to their guns. I completely yeah. disagree. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Battlefield fans are. So adamant and so <laughs> particular with how their Battlefield plays. And the people that love Battlefield 4, for example, really, really love Battlefield 4. And so if you just made a very Battlefield 4 playing game and set it in World War One, even though there would be a very vocal portion of the audience that would come out and speak out against that, you'd have a ton of people that I mean, would I think, be way I think, into that. Well, I mean, I think, it'll, I think it'll control like Battlefield 4. Like, I think that the mechanics will be, you know, Battlefield. Like, they'll mm-hmm. be right. there. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I hope they treat the time period like the time period. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And trailers, like, trailers in essence, Call of Duty, like, Call of Duty lends themselves to trailers, right? Because that game is fast-paced. You're killing people nonstop. Kill, 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 kill. You sit down in a Battlefield match, there's a lot of dead time. There's, like, oh, running to your vehicle. Here, there's like I feel like all running. we saw of that trailer, though, is from the campaign. Oh, okay. You don't think that was any multiplayer? Yeah, it didn't look like yeah. multiplayer. I don't think yeah. so, man. That interior. You know the interior shot is like yeah, really yeah, crazy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm just scared about the campaign. Uh, Bad Company 1 and 2 are, are okay campaigns. Other than that, like Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, atrocious. Hardline. <laughs> Hardline Actually, was even... <laughs> Hardline has moments, but it's pretty yeah, and But that's visceral. Like yeah. They, you know, they come from Dead Space and make single-player campaign games. I'm just... I don't know. I'm nervous. I really love the campaigns of, of Bad Company 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. A they're lot, good. But they're they're funny, right? I can't right. imagine them inter, in, in interjecting any humor oh, in yeah. World War One. Please no. Has Please been, no. Have there been other World War One games that I can't think of? Is this like the first mainline World War One game? Uh, For like a first-person shooter, I feel like we could say yes. I'm positive there will be like, people who like I'm sure that like there are like this. RTSs or something. But Weird like, yeah. mods too, I'm sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's a bold choice. Bold It'd choice. It'd be like making a Revolutionary War. Like, I've always wanted that. It'd be so weird. Like, your mm-hmm. gun would take 30 seconds to reload, like, yeah. after every shot. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Let's talk about another new game release. This yeah. one's tricky for us. Civilization 6. Here it comes. So this is weird. This is weird. We always have old news. We always put up the podcast, and mm-hmm. then news happens immediately afterward. Breaking. In this weird instance, uh, Bloodworth had an embargo that is after this podcast goes up. But we're in the past right now, yeah. before this is public. Yeah. Cool. This is weird. We don't have a lot of details, just what Blood sent us, what he told us about it. Uh, it's coming out October 21st, PC only. And then he sent me a lot of details <laughs> about like fitting no cities over more than one space. Yeah, I really s- wish I could have seen this press release. You're s- yeah. uh, I can show it to you if you really want to see it. Just because just I... I want to interpret that information. Yeah, okay. Like, how we much you actually know these games? <laughs> oh, so you actually and you want to see I the like details? Those games. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll hand this off to you. I'll hand Did this off. Did he put it in the Slack? He sent it to me in oh. particular. The the fact sheet. So Ben, check out these features. Okay. There you are. Thank you, sir. Um, but uh, I guess in the meantime, Huber. So last week we talked about Dawn of War three. Yeah. PC exclusive game. Yeah. Uh, coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Now we have Civ six, another PC exclusive game coming out this year. Yeah. There's a, you know what? There's a totally relevant question I'm going to ask you from uh, for love and respect this week. Okay. Uh, but uh, is that cool? Is that weird? Is is that weird to see PC exclusive games at this point? Well, there's strategy games, right? Like yeah. that is where that is where they live. They live on the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of these games have been, except for Civ Revolutions, they've all been PC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, there's yeah, Civ Revolutions is on you know 360 Concrete. and stuff, but. I just think that is like their haven and their little place, and okay. I think that oh, will so always sorry. be the case. Can you show it to me too. Yeah, I think it's totally okay because you have console exclusive all the time, right? Like action games, Uncharted, whatever. Um, because I think that it like like a racing game. I wouldn't play a racing game on my PC. Is that weird? Yes. yes. When I think of a strategy game, like it is, you know, mouse it's and weird, keyboard. man. Why it's... don't you play a racing game on your PC? I don't know. I never would, but I'm sure people do. <laughs> They're playing Dirt Rally on PC, like yeah. you know, because you can just put a controller in now. Yeah. So really, I don't know. It. I wonder when that conversation will cease to exist. It's happening. Yeah. It's starting it to happen for sure. Yeah. Because you just plug your controller in. It's the same thing. Ian's Ian is playing freaking Dark Souls three. On PC, who would have right. thought? I don't that ain't good right. About it. I don't it ain't feel right. Good about yeah. It. Uh, ben, would you would you uh, deduce from those that bullet point list of details about Civ Six? The the bullet point list of details. There are cool things on there, but it's sort of like it it feels very similar to XCOM Two, where they're like, here are some incremental features that we would totally make for a sequel. There's to me, there was nothing like, holy cow, this yeah. is a completely mind blowing. Um, and so I think we're just sort of at that first phase of the marketing where they're announcing it and giving you a little bit of a taste. And then as we go on and see more of the game, uh, it'll be I'm I'm going to see the game. So maybe I can report more on that. When are you going to see it next week? Oh, cool. Yeah. Are you excited? So, I'm I'm so excited. I Civilization Five, if you include the expansions, in my opinion, is one of the greatest strategy games ever like i so i've wasted good. hundreds Whoa, of hours on it it's so good and it's just it's one of those games where you never reach that point where you're like oh i've had enough yeah. there's so much that you can dig into and there's so many different ways that you can approach it and think about it that 
Like I, twenty years from now, I could play Civ Five and be just <laughs> as entertained as I am today. But but I feel like Civilization is in a weird spot because Beyond Earth was disappointing. Yeah. Like despite being good, in it in some ways, it was disappointing. I like Beyond Earth did not capture me in the same way, and so. After Civ Five, I felt like I was kind of giving Beyond Earth a free pass because I'm like, wow, I was so impressed with Civ Five. I can't wait for them to to go to space to try all these crazy ideas. They they it really felt like they were taking the series in a new direction. And so to come back to Civ Six, where it is an iteration and it's following something that was a little bit crazier but disappointing, I, I feel like it's a weird spot. I'm not sure how to process that. I don't know, but. It's funny to me, and something I kind of want to bring up to you guys is, like, you guys aren't into Civ, really. I used to be. You used to be? Yeah. I love what? Civ. No, you do. Sorry, Why I meant... Why does no one you do, you do. that I like Civ? I was... I, I Did meant you try Kyle Civ in space? Did you try... Yeah. Yeah. You've the, played all of them. I played a lot of 3 and 4 at my friend's house. Might, so yeah. I never, I've never I owned 3, it. 4, and 5 a lot. Did you like Civ in space? It sounds like you didn't play that a lot. I didn't play it as much. I, I played... I didn't get the expansion. I played the normal one for, like, a few games... And then Brazil betrayed me, and I just stopped playing. It was weird. I mean... It's always Gandhi, man. Uh, yeah. The expansion was, hey, we're adding water to this game. It was weird. That was so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Huge but, in a strategy game. He, yeah, but, like, not yeah, in, the, like, movable a, cities. Like, it had it had cool stuff. When we're talking about, like, space Uber, yeah. I'm like, I don't care that you just added water, you weirdos. Um, <laughs> yeah, add space. Yeah, it had more space. Um, so, Ian, like, Stellaris you play that game, that cool. you weren't into it. Uh, but you're willing to give Civ Six. You're willing to like oh, come back. Hundred percent. Okay. Will buy. What's What's interesting though is the narrative with Firaxis games. It kind of I think, except for XCOM, has been for a while now. Well, the main, the vanilla release of the game will be underfeatured. And what you really want to play will come one or two expansions yeah, later. Yeah, like the second and third uh, expansions. Yeah, and I, I wonder if that's going to be the case here because. Like the two expansions for Civilization Five added so much that if no, there are two. What did they add? So they added they they really flushed out religion. They totally overhauled diplomacy and culture and Brave New World. They added just like a bunch of units, but like it felt it's it's weird to say this, but it felt like a complete game after those two expansions in ways that maybe you couldn't have predicted until after you played them. But I'm wondering here if Civ Six comes out and it doesn't have the refinement or all of the features of Civ Five plus its two expansions, I wonder how that's going to be received. You want those religions? My hope want, is you that want everything. It, my yeah. hope is that it picks up. It starts from where Civ Five plus all expansions left off, plus new refinements out the gate. Yeah, yeah. and then they go from there. Like that—that's how you do it. Like I imagine they will, but that's sort of the weird thing about sequels to turn-based strategy games though right where it's it's kind of all about the features that's what those games boil down to are the mechanics and the features you don't really have like a story that you can get lost in and because it's civilization you you're not really changing the setting and so like that's all people are going to care about you get like in a way i would get like really into my religion creep like, I'd be trying to creep my religion into all the other places. Just That's like, I've focused on that. I'm just like, I want to get my weird version of, like, Taoism yeah. into all these, like, across... Oh, I can't get across that lake. i got to send, like, emissaries over there and hope they don't get killed. And see, that's like a... That's a cool role-playing thing you're doing that yeah. a lot of games don't offer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. I have more EA news. More than just Battlefield Not 1. Not easy allies. 
That's Easy A. Oh, okay. Uh, so EA had uh, an investor meeting uh, this week, had to talk about its yearly financials. Yes. Well, what's weird is like a lot of news comes out of these things. Yeah. Uh, EA is doing well, everybody. They're doing pretty well for themselves. Uh, but beside that, there, here there is interesting stuff. Uh, I'll just say some of these, and we'll, see, we'll you respond to whatever you like. Titanfall 2 will make fall of 2006. It's coming. 2006? 16. Thank you, Huber. Okay. Okay. Going back. <laughs> Go on right back. Yeah, I, I, mean, feel, dude, I still feel like years. it's 2006. I can't believe we're in 2016. What a weird it's thing. It's kind of weird. It's making it. Uh, oh, it's 1016, right as you said that. Mass Effect Andromeda will release in 2017, we learned. Boo. Did we have a bet about that? We did. We're going to get to that okay, later, actually. Okay. Uh, Need for Speed will return oh, in 2017. Wait, I like the last bet. one a lot. Did you? Yeah. The first person game? Yeah. I, I, Huber, the I have a feeling all of that will be live ditched. action cutscenes. Yeah, Wait, that, that will speed, not be in the 2017 no. version. No, no, no it will no. not be. What was it? it was just called Need for Speed. Yeah. Full on oh. reboot. Yeah. The run was before that? Yeah. Oh. I We're got obsessed with that game. I platinumed it. I got so obsessed. You platinum that game. I platinum that game. Oh, with the live, yeah. With the live action. That, he thought it was hilarious. Are there multiple endings? No. So there is one ending where they say, good job, kid. Yeah, you, there's like five storylines. Uh-huh. So you wrap up all the storylines and they, it culminates in one. Does anyone at any point say good job, kid, to you? I would bet, but I don't recall. I bet not, because <laughs> so they were so about authenticity. I bet like yeah. good job, kid would be like too vanilla for them. Yeah. It, oh man good job you little shit those cutscenes yeah. they, they, they were bad but they worked somehow in some weird way I got I started like craving them it was that game consumed me for a week it was a dark time I don't oh, know got, he, sure. it, it seemed like they were they knew what they were yeah they like leaned into the cheese yeah and it yeah. like paid off That's, it worked that was my understanding I don't yeah. know I got the impression though that it wasn't a successful reboot and oh, I no. feel like whatever this game will be will not be another new direction yeah. in 2017 a re-reboot yeah. a re-reboot uh, Star Wars games will be coming yearly. That makes uh, sense. In, in a chain of three to four. Yeah, I guess as the movies <laughs> become yearly, those as yeah. well. Uh, no mention of a new game this year, but there will be a Battlefront sequel in 2017. Are you are you dudes worried about Battlefront oversaturation Star with Star Wars? Uh, Heck what do you no. mean worry about it? We're game, here. Like movies, games, TV, everything. Like I mean, here's a hundred th- oh, yeah. a thing a month. No, just take in what you want to take in and ignore yeah. the rest. Like I'm not gonna play the Battlefield Two or whatever. I can't tell you how good life is right now. <laughs> I just saw a movie <laughs> this weekend where Spider-Man caught Captain America's shield. <laughs> like life is so good right now. <sighs> I can't Spider-Man believe was funny that. In that movie. I can't believe like that's a movie you can go see. That is yeah. incredible. We live in such an incredible time. Heck no. Give me all the Star Wars you want. Please. <laughs> like as opposed to just others. No. No, no, no. Please. I agree. I love Star Wars. Um, so I'm going to keep going. This is a direct quote from the CFO, Blake Jorgensen. Um, we are also working on a Star Wars action game uh, that part of the motive team is working on as well as part of the visceral team and that's most likely the following year. Suggesting that's Amy Hennig's Star Wars yeah. game. Oh, suggesting that's going to come out in 2018. 18 oh, the now? Yeah, the following year. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? She's been working on that forever. Yeah. All right, take your time, I guess. But it's, it's not 1313 because they scrapped that. Right. Man, that... <sighs> that trailer was cool, though. 1313. It's like when you wait that long for a game... I don't know. I think, like... Stop announcing stuff. It's so like early. Watch Dogs, you know? Watch Dogs was never supposed to be what it was, like that big, like, oh my god, it's gonna be better than GTA. It was just hyped for so long that 
everyone was pointing the finger at it. Yeah. I think when you announce a game this far in advance, it's, it just gets me, like, less hyped. I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, this is, like, an, an, an announcement at an investor meeting. It's not a trailer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just got to say, hey, these are our business plans. And mm-hmm. so I kind of understand them for yeah. that. They've never teased this game. You know what I mean? Amy Hennig never did a video. Said, There's no name. That's I'm true. working these, on Star Wars. These have Wars. just been news blasts. They're like, yeah. she quit Naughty Dog to yeah. go do a Star Wars game. And yeah. Like, that... Yeah. You gotta say why, or, yeah. or Naughty Dog suffers. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot about all that weird, like, everybody quitting off Uncharted 4 and stuff. Weird stuff, man. Yeah. That actor, I forget his name. We, we, did, a, we did a lot of early episodes of, of our old podcast about that. Um, what, hold on, Ben, I got one more thing about this. Oh, yeah, by the way, Respawn is currently developing an, another Star Wars game. It's a third-person action game. Uh, Stig Asmussen, the, who was director of God of War 3, is leading this team. Hmm. So it's going to be like a fast-paced, like, crazy action game. Well, yeah, who knows? It might be like a God of War-esque Star Force Wars Unleashed. game. So, it's Ben, you're the one who asked us, yeah, it could be like Force Unleashed. Yeah. It's too much Star Wars. It's, it sounds like you're getting that impression after all of this news. Um, it's... It's just hard for me because I've played so many Star Wars games and most of them are bad. Yeah. Um, that's just been my experience. And so I'm sort of drawing from that personal history. Like there are, there are Star Wars games that I wish could come back. Like to me, Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy are just incredible games. And I think a lot Next, of people agree with you. Yeah. Next yeah. to the Old Republic. That, but that comes in a pool of... Force Awakens, Force Awakens 2, all, all of the Force movie games. Force, sorry. Force sorry. Awakens. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Force Awakens. Sorry. Cool. Whoops, I meant Force Unleashed. Okay. I meant Force Unleashed. One and two. And so it's just, anytime I see a company get really excited about a big brand name, and they're like, hey, we're going to make all this stuff, it's just, my initial gut reaction is, oh, I've had a lot of bad experiences with this. But actually kind of what you said made me second guess myself, because... I haven't seen Civil War yet, but everybody's saying it's great. And I, 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 every time I'm like, man, I'm sick of these Marvel movies. And then I see something like Deadpool. And I'm like, no, that was actually really cool. And so, so maybe it's possible. Maybe There's in space. this case, yeah, yeah. Maybe in this case, like, I shouldn't just draw on that past experience. Maybe there's something to be excited about. And I think it's cool seeing Respawn do something that isn't a first person shooter. Yeah. Because, because in a way, like, Titanfall feels like the evolution of what they did with Modern Warfare. And so to, for them to go in a totally different direction with an action game with the God of War director, that could be amazing. So are all the games canon? Good question, Hugh. Oh, yeah. question. That was not brought up. There was not an investor who like raised a <laughs> um, hand and said... Uh, <laughs> I, I own one share of EA, and I would like to... <laughs> Are they canon? Are these canon? I think uh, I think they honestly probably will be. All the comic probably. books are canon. The they, new, the new books are canon. Yeah. yeah, I think they like doing canon now. Um, oh, hold on. Do you, uh, you hear that? It's podcast halftime. <gasps> the following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of May. Michael Kozachenko, Devin Gibbs, Michael Favacci, Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Yoyotricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit yoyotricks.com or their YouTube channel. All these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Okay, uh, so I have to do some bad news now. Disney Infinity... Oh, Brandon, I'm is no sorry. Today. This is news today. As of day of filming this. Uh, the studio Avalanche closed. 
Oh. Disney done publishing games. The plug has been pulled. Yeah, they as well had to do the you know their financial their yearly financials, and they said, "Oh, hey, Disney Infinity is super expensive. We're losing money. We're done with games. Goodbye." I was unclear on that. Were they actually losing money, or are they just making less money than they thought they would? Uh, I think they said 147 million dollars lost. Oh wow! On Infinity, which Sorry, I don't know where Jones. that goes. I have no idea where that goes. I mean, Infinity seems like like it's a premium product. Like those toys are good looking. I'm looking at it like maybe they spent too right much now. on those toys. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, like it's it's a high ask, you know. Oh, and I'd sure. never see anyone playing them or talking about them other than Jones. Because if you didn't get in on the ground floor, right, the pointless. the entry fee is so yeah. steep. And I mean, I I would see it as having an inverse exponential curve like that, where it's like. Yeah, the people who didn't get in... It's too late. It gets too hard to get in because you see all the money that you're going to dump into this Mm -hmm. thing. Like, Brad really wanted to get into it. And he was like, I missed I can't. I physically cannot get into this now. Wow. Unless I drop, like, 200 bucks. So So that's the anxiety that comes with that game? Yeah. It's really interesting to me, though, that they're pulling the plug at this time when so many other contenders are getting into the field. I mean, maybe that has a lot to do with it, I'm sure, but, like... Lego Dimension just launched. I wonder if they got beat by Lego Dimensions. I can't see how that could be possible. It's a hundred damn dollars for a Lego man and a little stand. <laughs> well, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't see anybody talking about Lego Dimensions. I don't either. see anybody talking yeah. about Lego except for Jones. But like, I just, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the whole the whole Toys to Life thing is like it's super cool, but like the games don't back it up. I don't know. Like, I want there to be a good one. That I'd want to play. I heard Lego Dimensions actually has some cool stuff in it, but yeah. My only time with Disney Infinity, rest in peace Disney Infinity, uh, if I was standing on their grave, I'd be reminiscing about the time I spent in the Lone Ranger playset. Okay. Phenomenal. We're at the funeral. What do you have to say? Yeah. Lone Ranger uh, was a poorly received property in film. Film lost a lot of money. The game didn't get hyped because of uh, that box office bomb. But in there, that game had heart. That game was Red Dead Redemption esque. There's free roam, horses, really awesome cowboy missions, and it was co op. You will be missed. Thank you, Huber. That's beautiful, man. That was beautiful. It yeah. was good. It was so good. I, I streamed it with Jones. It yeah, was a I blast. love that stream. Actually, it was a good stream. I just I feel so bad for Brandon and all this. Like, it's like he's losing a limb or something. It's so such a part of it. Because it does seem like it was an investment for Brandon. Yeah, it, it seemed the way he talked about Infinity is that it would always happen. He mm-hmm. legitimately loves it. Too. He yeah. loves it. To he's death. always like leveling up characters. Every single yeah. one of his figures on here is leveled up to maxed out. Max. He, I would walk into his office. It's like 200 figures. I would walk into Brandon Jones' office at uh, at Game Trailers on a regular basis, and Idol on his TV would be a custom stage that he made that is just spitting out XP. You it's would just like, like make cheating. Yeah, yeah. He it, it was an constantly. It was an exploit. It was like you build a little square room with exploding pods or something. I didn't really. It get would it. spawn enemies, it and then enemies would automatically that you die. Could yeah. Automatically Kill, yeah. yeah, and he would just leave it on and just infinitely level up. His he leans back in yeah. his expensive chair. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> on. It was like every day for like eight, six months. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess Ben, the question on this one is: 
so Disney going forward says, okay, so we're we're not making any games anymore. We're just going to license them out, much like EA just said, hey, look at all the Star Wars games we're making. But they didn't shutter Disney Interactive. Yeah, man, Disney is not making games anymore. They said that. Yeah, they shuttered Monolith or whatever. No, 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 Disney Interactive gone as well. Whoa, John Vignacchi, head of Disney Interactive, is like done. Jeez. Yeah, Ben, is that the right way? To, do you think for a corporation like Disney, this is okay? What's your take on it? I guess. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm not knowledgeable enough about this stuff to to speak about it other than guesses. But the way that Disney seems, right? They're they're one of those companies that's so big that they can they can just do that. They can just be like, nope, this is where we're making money. Let's do that. We're not making as much money on this. Let's not do that. Um, I I just they're not relying on it in any way. You know, they can just make Star Wars sequels forever and make Frozen sequels forever, and that's more than enough. So. Uh, I guess from a purely business-driven perspective, uh, it makes sense. It's just, it's it's hard for me, as somebody who has a lot of fond memories of, of Disney Interactive games, like, I like just playing the Toy Story game on Genesis, even though it wasn't very good, like, I, like Disney has such a rich history Dude, in the gaming world uh, that th- to them it doesn't feel like a big deal. But it really is like like you know when Lucas Arts shut down, oh. I don't think the people in charge of that decision really knew what that meant, and it, it sort of feels the same way here. I hear you. I think though, why I'm cool with it is that it's not like Disney games will stop. Right. They'll just go to people who want to make the games. I totally agree. Like Warren yeah, Spector. They'll just license them. Yeah. I, Warren Spector, he's had his chat. You had your do you, chance, man. Do you think if Who's Epic that? Mickey 2 had sold oh, well, man. we'd be here today? <laughs> I can't fathom that world, Hubert. Yeah, I know. I can't think of a world in which that's like too hard to believe for me. <laughs> too strange. Epic Mickey 1 was okay. Sure. It was not. I'd give it like a 6-ish, 7-ish maybe. Hey, that's okay. I, 2, 2 was, I w- couldn't, couldn't get through it. I like how we still use the ten scale when we're talking about games. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever had an like a a crazier experience with a game. I remember that Game Informer cover of Epic Mickey and thinking like this is everything yeah. about this sounds amazing. Yeah. And then playing Epic Mickey and being like, oh yeah, yeah. What is this? How? What? What you showed me and what I eventually yeah. got yeah. are so different. I don't understand how this is possible. This, this doesn't impact. Kingdom Hearts at all, does it? No way, dude. I mean, that's Square or whatever, right? Square Enix. Yeah, they get to do yeah, whatever they want they now. They want. Okay. Nobody's breathing down their neck anymore. Yeah, now they just have all the Infinity characters. In. <laughs> yeah. You um, can hook your Infinity console up to Kingdom Hearts. Whoa, Ian. That's really intense. I would, I would hate that so much. <laughs> so Keep crazy. Infinity out of Kingdom Hearts. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon had a big trailer this morning. Woke up at 5 a.m. to see this. You're wow. amazing. You're amazing. Well done. You're amazing. It's a big deal. It's fantastic. It's a new generation. It's a big deal. Did you cool. go back to sleep after? I totally uh, did. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they took a year off last year. There was no Pokemon game. And that's the first time in a long time that they've done that. So there was a lot of expectations leading into this. You all watched the trailer before we re- recorded. I, w- I want to know what your first impressions are. What did you think of that as like, hey, this is the new Pokemon generation? I like that owl. All right. Okay. Then here we go. What things always get heated when we talk about handheld consoles? Are we about to get heated right now? No, I'm not getting heated. Okay. But Ben always gets irritated when I when I diss handhelds. You know, I don't. 
I don't have a problem when you criticize handhelds. I have a problem <laughs> when you go. stomp on their face with no reason. <laughs> okay. Are you That's about to all. stomp on some faces here? No, 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 no. <clears throat> Is it fair for me to say that for a new game, it just looked like... How old is the 3DS now? It looked old. You know, it looks old. It that's, just that's looks. Fair to say. It looks old, and it looks. The scale looks bigger. I played X quite yeah. a bit. I, I never finished X, but I put a lot of time into X. Mm-hmm. This, the scale of everything, looked bigger than that. Yeah. Can I tell you why? Uh, there's no big head chibi anymore. Okay. Chibi, I guess. Uh, basically, uh, everyone's like slightly more proportionate, and cool. so are the worlds around it. And I think that's that's basically what that impression is. Cool. Can I just say, Huber? I completely agree with you. There. That it looks Hand old. You all three feel like we it, agree, it looks but, old. but it doesn't just like <laughs> yeah, I was like. Say. <laughs> I don't think it just looks old graphically. That's that's not the only thing that looks old. Go on to this. this it's is just what I was say, I think. Yeah. like I. I'm going to play Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm really going to like Pokemon Sun and Moon. I, I really enjoyed X and Y. But, and I know they have so much more to reveal. Mm-hmm. You, you're not no, not a, no, okay. no, no, no. Keep talking. Uh, he's just warm and making a He's feeling it, it, dude. But, Hubert's yeah. feeling this right just, now. Got something to say. They, okay. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> Hubert talks a lot about how games don't need to be innovative all the time, and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But to me, I looked like this was just, just another... X and Y, like this was an update of X and Y for, for if we're going to make a big deal and we're going to have this event and we're going to say this is the new Pokemon, it just doesn't feel like very much has changed. Like, I I just get this overwhelming sense that I'm going to go on another Pokemon adventure and beat by beat, I'm going to know yeah. what to expect along the way. And maybe that would be okay if I hadn't done that like 10 times already. And so it's one of those weird situations where I know I'm going to enjoy it and I know I'm going to buy it. I know I'm going to get both versions. It's going to be fine, but it's not... It's just not that exciting. Business as usual. So, Huber, keep it in your back pocket because I need an I need an impression from Ian. It's a who, I, it's a good ender. Of, who of, doesn't of play this. Pokemon games? I don't. Uh, I don't know if I've ever played a Pokemon game, but uh, it just looked to me like the graphics looked old. But I was like, it's a 3DS, and like 3DS trailers aren't often impressive visually. They are though. Like I, it. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but if you look at like what Bravely Second does with their advertising, all right, yeah, or like well, what Fire Emblem like, does, you with see their... more of the art. Though, I miffed, right? dude. Yeah, you, yes, but, but like continue. here's the thing. Yeah, this game like graphically looked like, but the level designs also looked very simplistic to me. Sure, like walking on that little grass path. It was like, oh, it's a little grass path, and there's nothing else on the screen. You know, like it looked very old school, which maybe is what they're going for. I don't know, but like, yeah, it, I didn't get an impression that they were revolutionizing any aspect of the gameplay you're just gonna be a little kid like a early 20s guy who gets a pokemon from an old guy and then you go around and you get more pokemon and then you have to fight these trainers who are also trying to get pokemon and then at the end you win the tournament or whatever and that's what's gonna happen so hubert before we go to your final thought i'll give some details uh just like as news wise because like when you say uh you see trainers in battle that's actually like a new thing in, in X and Y, when battles start, you only see the Pokemon. Okay. And so, like... Didn't you see the little face come up? The little trainer face? You would see trainer faces. In the corner? Sure. Yeah. But, like, not, like, actual 3D character models oh, yeah, hanging yeah. out behind well, their the Pokemon. That's cool. That's more know. intimate. I like that. Yeah. yeah that's intense. Realistic. But I think that speaks to Ian's point, is all these things are iterative. Just the way it's introduced. Here's, uh... What is it? Rowlet. Rowlet. Yeah. 
Here's Poplio. Poplio. You know, just there's no favorite. there's no uh, VO. It's all just titles introducing. It just all feels so cheap. I'm miffed at the trailer to be honest. So anyway, this shows it's the three new trailer. the new three new things. Well, we got a grass flying owl. Mm-hmm. We got the a cool, cool fire cat who's named uh, uh, Lit Litter. 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 Litten. Litten. Because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. kitten, but yeah, with yeah. an L. Yep. Uh, Linen. Uh, I liked your reaction, or whichever one of you said that it was try, try hard. hard. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was try a hard. very try hard Pokemon. He's like an angry cat with a mustache called Litten. Like, come yeah. on, get it's, out of the internet, Pokemon. We're at the point where there are five other cat Pokemon. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's this so one, many. This cat one's the Pokemon. 2016 internet angry cat Pokemon. Yeah, and that's uh, what it is. Poplio, the weird seal with dog Poplio is a cutie pie. So you're a Poplio fan. I mean, I like, I like Rowlet and, and Poplio. Uh, ben, what's your pick? You got three of those Pokemon. Which one are you picking? Well, now I feel like I like ashamed of my choice. I I, I really liked I really liked Litten. I didn't think I was being a tryhard. I just, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like a Pokemon. Everyone does have a fun I like Litten's a sick cat. And Black Huber, and what, are you, what are you after? The, the owl, the flying owl. Yeah, it? Uh, Rowlet. Rowlet. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So we have three. You all picked three different Pokemon. I, See, I kind of picked both. That's what I, I hated about the trailer is that it it simply was just like we're communicating the starters to Pokemon fans. It it felt like Nintendo and Game Freak were saying. Thanks for showing up. Here's that product you ordered. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, like, it's exactly that, Ben. <laughs> I'm it, just... But isn't that what they need to do? That's all they need to do. Kind of. They but spent a year off. To jump on you, they took a year yeah. off, and I expected something big to come at, out at the end but of the like game. But at this point in the game, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm asking, I'm not trying to troll. Uh-huh. Is Pokemon getting new players, or is it entirely just the fan base? We're so getting older and I, older, Pokemon I have, No, fans. I have... Okay. Okay. My girlfriend teaches at a middle school. Okay. Here we go. She has she uh, has this set. she has a store where if the kids do well, she'll mm-hmm. put items in there to reward them. Great. And she cool. likes to her kids are really into video games, and so she'll put video game stuff in. And every week she comes home and she's like, "Do you have any more Pokemon things?" These kids are so obsessed with Pokemon, and the first things they take from my store are always the Pokemon stuff. Cool. So all of your extravagant video game purchases are actually going to enrich tomorrow's people. Youth? People think I'm like this maniacal, monocle-clad, <laughs> like baron, baron, yeah, where I just hoard and I'm like, "This is all mine." I just You're love video. Them to the yes. Yes. Uh, this warms my heart. Yes. Huber, before we move on, what's in your back pocket? What was the thought you took off your hoodie for? I'm just so frustrated, and I'm not even on your level of caring that much about Pokemon. Uh-huh. Like, I, I love Pokemon. I grew up with Pokemon. I love it, but I'm not, like, a f- rabid fan. But it's just so frustrating to me that they just keep making it for 3DS. Now, that's oh, not a negative thing. Oh, okay? this is a whole. Com- I don't know that's if I'm not ready a, for this, this isn't conversation. A, this were... isn't a knock on handheld, but I just they keep thinking of like them. Wii U, yeah. gamepad, missed opportunity there with Pokemon catching Pokemon in the gamepad. Bam, there you go. Like I, with I the want, Wii remote. Yeah, throw the ball. Throw the ball with the Wii remote. It's like give me a grand new adventure, something that like shakes it up, something epic, you know. And it's it's never epic. And I, I just, I feel like that franchise is just kind of, you know, spinning their wheels on the on the 3DS, kind of just business as usual. NX, console-based, yeah. and handheld. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon, where you play as any one Pokemon you choose out of any of them, and you have to pick which trainer you want to pair up with. <laughs> yeah. I, and then that person's my boss and tells me what moves to do? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. It's gonna be sweet. Hey, Getting dreams are open. We're, we're open to dreams. <laughs> yeah. Getting the ball, and then yeah. you're in real time, it. real time Pokeball levels where you're just sitting in the dark for like three days. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> you come out of the ball. It's like, where? Who am I? Yeah, you're yeah. Like, bright. You're like, ah, that someone's fighting? just like. Meowlet, fire blisters, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I got fire blisters. And like, if you're bad, they just put you away in the PC. Yeah, yeah. You just don't come. And you're just there forever. Yeah. Uh, Hubert, there's like a weird world in there with like a society of abandoned Pokemon, and oh it's like it's like God. it's like Lord Here of the Flies, go. dude. Here we this go. game rules. This game can be Have awesome. Uh, it's all meta. Sorry, Ben. What's our sorry. What's our button on this? Uh, no, it's just. It's crazy when you think about it for like how long people have demanded and craved and screamed about a console full fledged, <laughs> we're gonna do it Pokemon game. Why? And for years and years yeah. and years, no. 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 Because cheaper and way more people own it. Yeah. Well, 3DS well, here's, and here's DS. The other thing. Here's it's the Pokemon other. Company. And it's frustrating. It's, it's straight up business. Well, to me, there is no passion. It is not a passionate thing to just kind of make the same factory game and put it on that that system. And that's, that's I'll disagree with you there. That's Nintendo's mo, baby. No, no, no. wait. I had one thing to say. Okay, that's Nintendo. Handhold. No, I know, I know, I know. It's fine. Just move forward. Uh, that's not moving forward. <laughs> no, no, we're no, taking steps say, back right now. What I'm gonna say is actually a positive thing. Okay, I've always looked at them as being handheld only because it's like a Pokeball, and you can take it around with you. And you're journeying the world as yeah. you're journeying the world. That's why I thought they were always handheld. And handheld largely here because of like social aspects. We made fun of the U.S. trailer. There was a Japanese yeah. trailer about a, like this Japanese kid who shows up in Hawaii and can't make friends, but like he makes friends through Pokemon. That's cool. It's like That's touching. Really cool. It's like, hey, this is why it's on a handheld. Yeah. So you can like show up <laughs> to people and say, let's trade, let's talk. I get that. I love that. I love that. Wait, you can um, trade with real people? Heck yeah, man. Oh, cool. Since day one. Oh, wow. Um, we gotta move on. Yeah. All right, we do. But then have like a... It's on the Wii U or the well, NX. The NX is gonna be both. It's on the Wii U and the NX, and you have a little like Tamagotchi you carry around. Sure. Best of both worlds. Okay. There you go. We'll have a, we'll have a coupon <sighs> day. <Tamagotchi>. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is that What's reference? <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I like that, we'll man. We'll have a, a coupon Thousand day. a day, 10,000 10, a day. People, people will pay it. it. Uh, it makes me want to believe we'll have a coupon. That's so funny. Uh, it makes me want to believe that they took the year off so that like the A team is now making the NX game that Huber's dreaming yeah. about, and like uh, the B team is putting out this weird little Hawaii yes. game. Yes, it's coming. Uh, it's time for love and respect. Love, love and respect. respect. Uh, what you can appreciate if you are a listener to this podcast is the way that Huber conducts the Furby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. Because I, I, I am always scared I'm going to miss it. I have to like keep time and count. Has anyone ever screwed it up? Brad, Brad didn't oh, know about it the first Brad time. Brad screwed it up royally. <laughs> but he just didn't know. Yeah. That's not his fault. A couple, couple early times I've come in like a note late. That's about coming it. in late is always a little better than coming in Yeah, early. yeah. I'm always like, You can uh, fake it if you come in a little late. You just kind of don't say the first consonant, hit the vowel, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Like, think about how good Machamp looks in Pokémon Tournament. Think about Gardevoir. that game. Think about how beautiful that Gardevoir. game looks. Gardevoir? All of them. You had it right the first time. Gardevoir. Gardevoir. Okay. I, I wouldn't describe Pokémon as a particularly it's good game. not an attractive game. No, usually. but still, imagine, like, you know, catching Pokémon in that game. I'm, I'm in. What if, what if I gave you a co-op Machamp beat-em-up? Yes, a beat 'em up. A Pokemon beat 'em up. Beat 'em up. 
Pokemon. Oh my goodness. I'm so in, dude. I'm so in. The the lore for this one, all trainers disappear from the world, and there are only Pokemon left, and with no one to tell them what to do, there's a power vacuum, because they're all, like, basically masochists. Yeah, but also, I still want some of them to be, like, running shops. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the, the like they take ones, over the, the cities. The older ones are like, yeah, they take over the, the gyms. Yeah, Imagine yeah. like a River City Ransom, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you play as like Lee or Himonchan or Machamp or whoever you want. Yeah. And you go into stores and you're like, what's up, Chansey? What yeah. 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 All the humans <laughs> are yeah, gone. Yeah, because Chansey's not going to fight. Humans are all Chansey's gone. Chansey's not going to fight. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You Shaolin Pokemon can handle I'll that. Buy, I'll sell you a sandwich. <laughs> uh, so this, so this question is the one where I said, oh, I actually have something relevant for this. So I, I'm happy about this. Here we go. Over the last couple of weeks, up to the release this Monday, Stellaris uh, 4X yeah. Grand Strategy was always ahead of Doom on the Steam sale charts. A Grand Strategy game by a relatively small publisher and developer outselling a big-budget FPS is a big deal, but outselling Doom is even bigger surprise, I think. What do you make of it? Does it indicate a shift in PC gaming culture, or rather that gamers have just moved on from the Doom franchise? Love and respect, Danny. Love all of you. For well, the... For the Doom perspective, I think it's kind of a split market. I think a lot of people are playing it on console. I think a lot of mm. even PC owners uh, have been playing their games. That sounds it, disgusting to me, Huber. I know. Hear me out. Doom it's because, on, on consoles? It's because me, I go where my the largest uh, friend base is. So uh-huh. if all my friends are always playing on PS4, like I'm going to lean towards PS4. Okay. And if they're playing on Xbox One, I'm going to lean there. That's fair. So I think maybe that's kind of... I mean, slipped that's, up sales. That's a good the, point. Just because it's a split market at yeah. all, and yeah. Stellaris is PC only. I don't mm-hmm. even know if it's on Mac. I think it's on Mac too. But also, I mean, Stellaris is made by Paradox, who made Crusader Kings and, and Cities. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe I think it's a developer, developer who did like Cities and City Skylines. Oh, okay, and all okay. That. But like the they have a like those games are well regarded. You know, generally. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there's a you know pr- prestige or whatever. I think I think you took the words right out of my mouth. I think I think it, I think the the PC audience is exceptionally savvy, and the reaction to Doom in recent memory has not been good. That that beta came out, and there was a largely negative reaction. Can you tell me what that reaction was like? It was what is this? What is going on? This isn't what we want. Kind make, of thing. Make and that a was, face and a noise of the reaction. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very discomforted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas Stellaris, there's, there's a ton of excitement about it. It's been getting pretty solid reviews and, uh, it, it comes from that lineage. Like people pay attention to this stuff. It hasn't happened by accident. Um, but I mean, also Doom isn't out yet. What's the noise for Stellaris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the noise I made last night when I was yeah. looking at all the stuff about it. That's like, not yeah. what I thought you were going to say so- when I said that's the noise I made last <laughs> night when... <laughs> When I was banging Stellaris. <laughs> um, um, wait, so Ian, you were independently just interested in this game, Stellaris. Yeah, I, I, I fired up my Steam last night, and they had a big banner sure. that said Stellaris is out. I'm like, oh, what's that? The game looks sick. I clicked on it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I like thought my finger was hovering over the buy button. <laughs> and then I was reading reviews, and this is usually my fear with games like this, is I'm always like hardcore into them at first, and then... I just trail off, you know? Like, it happened to me with, um, with Civ, uh, 
Beyond Earth or what was it called? Yeah. And Ben, you better be looking up something very important. I'm right buying Stellaris, so I have to do it. Now. Okay, so Ben is <laughs> right now. Buying live. Right now. I'll buy, I'll buy it too and we can play. Well, I, I should probably shouldn't. I'm sorry. I shouldn't buy games in the podcast. That makes it exciting, dude. That yeah. happened right now in the I, podcast. I, like. <laughs> That's so good. That, that is the addiction. I'll play with you. The, it has multiplayer. Let's play. Together. Let's play together. Right, Stellaris, baby. I'll get it. Forty dollars on Steam. Yeah, I said though, the PC, PC will be free. People, they're just savvy on the PC. You yeah, know, they can sniff out a good game. That's so exciting. Yeah, that's an exciting proper proposition. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's forty dollars, so it's not like it's super cheap. Forty dollars. I mean, how many yeah. times have you gone on Steam and you're like, "That's the number one game. I've never heard about it." And then you go and you like. People are having conversations about these yeah. things. Like we missed Stardew Valley, times. Ben. We never talked about Stardew Valley. We never we, talked about St- Stardew Valley. St- we were gone that whole time it was happening, basically. Yeah. It's so oh, good. Woo. That's so, his bet for later. That's his <laughs> bet. So it's ripped in half. Stardew Valley. Soothing. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make. Did you play it? I played it. Yeah. Okay. What? Right. I, I really? Started started really late. I need to start it when I have actual time. I put I four, like, This is too slow. Yeah, I only put 45 minutes in, but it was soothing. It's a good game. Speaking of needing to go okay so i got we could we just have to do this question absolutely it was so interesting to me we have to do this one uh howdy allies i was wondering if you could help me with something so this is like dear abby right now i have a cousin who is 13 years old and he's gotten deep into video games his parents are very overprotective for the past two years he will ask me whether or not a game is appropriate for him his parents do not want him to play anything that isn't for his age group I know it's up to his parents, but this kid has a such a passion for video games. He says how all his friends are playing games and he can't be a part of them. It does kind of make me sad to see him not being able to join in. So then he asked me to buy him Dark Souls 3 under his parents' radar. I don't know how to deal with this one. As of now, I haven't bought it. Love and respect, Dustin. What do we do? I was expecting it to be like, Fallout or I know. like one of those, but when you hit Dark Souls, Buy oh, there's no, there's no nudity, there's no cursing. Yeah, why is it? Mature? There's like Just not violence? even blood. How, how old is this kid? Thirteen. This kid knows what's up. Okay, yeah. he's clearly a thirteen-year-old playing yeah. Dark Souls. He Heck knows yeah. if he's after Dark Souls. Yeah, I think he's mature enough to handle the content in Dark Souls and probably smart enough to appreciate it. So, yeah. like. I want to see this kid become the next Miyazaki. Like, yeah. I, the chains are off, man. Like, I would buy this kid the whole Souls series. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, if well, you're watching 13-year-old, you I'll buy it up. for you. Yeah, yeah you, let's go. Well, here's like here's, here's what I actually way. think this person should do, is talk to the parents. Talk to the parents. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Approach the parents and say, hey, look, this game is really good. It doesn't have any, any nudity. There's no swearing. There's no anything like... It's mature because it has a little bit of blood in it, but like it's not bad. even that bad. I'm not actually like not sure why it's mature right now because two was teen, tone. Oh, interesting. Just for tone, but like yeah, maybe tone, but like I, I honestly think you play it above board. You do the right thing. You talk to them because it, yeah, it is their choice, and like doing stuff under people's noses, like. I mean, like, yeah, parents are often wrong. Like, parents often have outmoded opinions about a lot of things. Because they're humans. Because they're human beings. Yeah. And, like, yeah, oftentimes, like, it is it is, it is the human struggle to to mature and change and, and revolutionize, you know, forward. And, like, backwards ideas and, and just more conservative ideas go by the wayside oftentimes. But, like, it's still the honorable thing to do to, to discuss it with them and say, like, it is my opinion and the opinion of of several uh, games entertainment professionals. Have you heard of Easy Allies? Yeah. Here's that, a video. 
Don't show them this video. We said a lot of weird stuff earlier. They wouldn't approve of it. But show them this part, maybe. And yeah, this section. Here's Compared the thing. It's not Lord... GTA 5. Exactly. It's not GTA 5. You're not like, there aren't prostitutes. There aren't, like, there's not drugs. And it's a game that, like, uh, it's challenging. rewards and... patience. Yes. It, Dark Souls games, I'm a firm believer. I've said this before. Like, the Dark Souls games make you a better person by yeah. teaching you patience. And, like, zen. it's a zen teacher, basically. Like... And, like, I don't think there's a downside, just but talk to them about you, it. You know, Ian, you completely reversed my stance on this. I think it was extremely well said. Like, Thank you. I think, <laughs> I think I was like, man, the parents aren't going to get it. This kid is not going to be able to experience something that could be really inspiring to him. But you're totally right. It's always better, almost 100% of the time, to just approach somebody and level with them and say, like, I believe in this thing, and I think you can see the good in it, too. It's so much better to do that. Than to try to work around it. Um, yeah, I've I mean, a, say it's like spooky, like it's dark fantasy, like dragons and stuff. Compared to Lord like of the Rings, killing people. Yeah, yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. I have a 15 year old cousin though, and he's been in similar situations. And even I've tried to like intervene and be like, "Yo, these games are fun," and his parents just don't budge. That's the thing. I, so, I expect they won't budge. But when I they do don't budge, they then he play. goes behind their back, and now he's playing GTA Five. You know, because every game, you can just download any game. So he just downloads them. You and need credit don't... cards to download any game. He doesn't yeah, have yeah, one. When you're he's 13, 13 you know, tougher, but I mean that—that's what happens. Like that's what happens. Well, you when you can get parents, gift card or the when you PSN rule, cards. When you rule with an iron fist like that, they're gonna go around your back and do the the thing that yeah. they're passionate about. Like that's just gonna happen. So I mean, it's just part of growing up, and like you know, I, I don't so know. This if kid's he... gonna play Dark Souls three, but I'm just like try talking to the parents. But I mean, they're gonna say no, probably. But try. 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 For us. Like Zootopia. Try for Miyazaki. Um, Show them Zootopia. Kyle, that was an amazing question. I was so stoked by that question. We have a lot of great questions this week. That's the last one we're answering, though. Thank you, everyone, who sends those in. That, of course, is uh, $5 patrons and up uh, send us questions for. We appreciate all of you. Uh, We do. Very deeply. Love and respect. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, It's time for bets, however. So the love is over. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We have to do some bet updates before we make our bets. Uh, we never announced this uh, on the podcast, uh, but uh, of course the NX is not coming out this year. Huber and I had a bet on this. Uh, Huber bet that it was there's no way it's coming out this year. I bet that it definitely was. I was wrong. So here's what has to happen. On May 24th at 8 p.m. Pacific time, I have to do 10 minutes of stand-up. I've not even written before. You said it has to be... It could not have been performed before. It could not have been performed before... Original, original material, material never been used by anyone that has walked this earth. See, what makes I me said. mad is that it will like can't even be stuff I've done before. Yeah, brand new, brand new. Yeah, so this way you can't this. steal any jokes write, online, <laughs> Kyle. So I have to write <laughs> ten minutes of new jokes. <laughs> We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a stand-up routine. Please, it's gonna please be. Please do it legitimately. I'm going to. Please. I think he. I, I, like, I, I know. I know that was, your intention is to troll or whatever. And yeah. even if the troll is like an Andy Kaufman-esque style troll, mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate the stupid dog joke thing because yeah. it was a meta troll. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. But like, at least make it something interesting. No, I know. I believe in you. You're I'll a creative a and funny person. Yeah. And I, I know you can deliver. I'm excited. I can do actual stand up. Uh, he's gonna do something weird. I gotta do something weird. I'm gonna just could be like body humor. Who knows? Body humor. Yeah, like he's just gonna pies stand in the there. face. He's what just is gonna stand up? I don't know. He's gonna literally just stand up. That would not. That would. I feel like I. The bet is to deliver original material. You can't just stand up. You can't just like 
hit yourself with a pie for the for ten minutes. <laughs> Gallagher beat you to it. Yeah. Gallagher's done it. I would watch that. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever his name is. Just Kyle. As mentioned earlier, Mass Effect Andromeda is not coming out this year. EA said no. Sorry, everybody. That's 2017. Uh-huh. Uh, we had a bet. Ian said that definitely will be coming out in 2017. I said it's definitely coming out this year. I believed in yes. EA. That was my mistake. So now Ian gets to design my character when Mass Effect Andromeda comes out. And that's a character I have to use. You have to use him for the entire game. Yes. Uh, I haven't decided if I'll make her just really bizarre. I'll probably make her really bizarre. We had a pretty fair agreement that it couldn't just be, like, ugly on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, max out all settings. You can, like, make a choice. I'll make make interesting choices, but it'll look like a human being. Name her Ian. And I'll name her Ian. Um, there's a bet I want to back out on Ian, which was the Uncharted 4 one. I was thinking a lot about this. We talk a ton about spoilers on the show, and it was a bet about whether Sully dies or not. We the, should not do bet, that bet. The bet I remember, the bet I remember making about yeah. Uncharted 4 was that Drake was not the main playable character for the entire game. Yeah, either way, we shouldn't do it. We should cancel those bets. Those are that's like ugly betting because like it ruins the game for people. That that is a good point. So a the, salient point. I want to like ditch those bets. What were the what was the stakes? I'm willing to take the loss. Oh boy, Ian, I would have to. I think I was gonna lose that one. If Sully dies in the game, I have to tweet out Sully dies in Uncharted Four. You. That I don't is, remember that. No. I know that seems ridiculous. I don't yeah. remember this bet at all. I don't know I how that happened, remem- man. I only remember that the is one. a malicious bet. I know no, the, that seems un characteristic for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think I would have made you do that. It wasn't right. The we bet gotta... I remember, please, if someone remembers what's going on here, because yeah. I don't remember that at all. The one I remember is that I just said Drake wasn't the main playable character. Uh-huh. I don't remember the stakes. Okay. But you don't remember that bet at all. I don't remember that one, no. Which is weird, because I don't remember yours at all. So anyway, those those bets are canceled. We're not doing that. We're not going to ruin the game for anybody just for our stupid But bets. I am still curious. Uh, yeah, well, me too. I can't wait to play. I have not started yet. Yeah, I guess Hope I'll too probably soon. play this game. Whatever. Um, Zeitgeist. I didn't finish three. Everyone, <laughs> next week, or I guess on Friday, Doom releases this Friday. We had a Friday release. Weird, yeah. So crazy. May 13th. It feel I think like I'm Doom. going to buy Doom immediately because I think Heck I want to yeah. play that game before any other opinions are out there. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. that. Ben, I totally get you know, that. Because too. it's like the Doom is in such a weird space that I just want to approach it completely yeah. on my yeah. own. 100%. The Met will kill Doom. Yes. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Met yeah. is coming. The Met is alive with yeah. the sounds of yeah. Doom. Uh, Homefront the Revolution will be released on Tuesday, May 17th. At this time next week, which will be May 17th, this is the bet. Who will be higher on Steam's global bestsellers and by how many spots? So Looking the at Steam. spread between Doom and Homefront Revolution. Yeah, so Hebra, how we do this now is Jones is always first, so you go ahead and reveal your bet first. Doom mm-hmm. will be three spaces higher. Okay. Ben? Doom, <laughs> Doom will be nine spaces higher than Homefront. Why don't you show that to everybody at home? It's ripped in half. <laughs> you ripped it in half in a point of frustration. No, it was excitement. Was it excitement no, or frustration? No, you were upset. You were oh. upset about something. I about what? I bounced between both. Yeah. <laughs> We've got two opinions. It's been a nice yeah. ride. It's been a good You're podcast. Excited or upset. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I say Doom will be four up on... Uh, uh, so wait, does this mean four in between them? Or it's home front, two things, and then Doom or whatever? When Doom four up means Doom will beat home front by four spaces. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I think Doom, one more than what he's. I think Doom will win by three spaces. I'm in Huber's Ooh. mind. So your team top. Perfect. Oh yeah. no, but he's Green Lizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's be- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's betting for Green Lizards. <laughs> Let me lock those in. Uh, shoot. 
I think Ben's going to win that one, to be honest. I think I uh, went light. I'm not happy Nine with my spaces. bet. You know, yeah. I was originally going to do three. Oh, whoa. And wow. then I thought about it more. Yep. Nice, dude. I'm built. Uh, you, you did what I, I could. I hope it's five. So last week's bet, Uncharted oh, 4, released this week. What I did was I looked at the top 10 most recent reviews on GameRankings.com. How many times would I find the word murder? <laughs> Jones bet one. Brad bet eight. He were you bet two. I bet three. The actual number. Wait, of, question. Yeah. How do we do this? Hubert was sitting here, but I'm sitting here. We'll see what Does happens. Does it go by the person or by the seat? It goes by seat, unfortunately. Ah. So yeah, I'm if, so if Huber wins, you get it. This yeah, this is interesting. Sorry to cut Wait, you off. Wait, are you feeling I'm confident? Just curious about the no, rules I just want to know if I like the internet or not. Ben, how many murders do you think I'm about to say? Out of how many reviews? Out of ten. Ben putting a lot of thought into this bet. Sorry, as well. two. I would have said four. I think. Yeah, we said two. The number of times. It's going to be zero. I found the word murder. It's going to be zero. It's going to be zero. It's one. Oh! And you know what? It was it was conjoined with mass. It was mass murder. It's like, okay, you're doing that thing. Um, So uh, Jones nailed it. Whew. Jones is on a streak right now. Wow. The Red Eagles have a score of five. The Green Lizards have a score of two. Oof. We are crushing it. What's up? For the year? Yeah. Seven Minutes podcasts. Yeah. Oof. We're up to episode Man, seven. This so is close. eight. So close. Just said one. Uh, here's what sucks, though, Huber, is since you are in Jones's seat, even though you're on the wrong team, I'm still going to give you all the benefits. Um, oh, before I hand off the show to you, I do have to say that uh, we didn't say the names of our sponsors last week. We didn't say it this week. We will say it next week when Jones returns. He'll have his voice of ready. Of patrons? Uh, basically, there's level? a producer level yeah, of this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that, that was missing. Sponsors are the halftime thing, right? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did say them at this point. Yeah, so the producers. Uh, you'll get your name spoken aloud by Brandon's wonderful voice next week. Uh, any more house cleaning? No, no. Patreon.com slash easy allies is something that I should always say. Producers rule. Producers rule. All the patrons rule. All the patrons yeah. rule. We love all the patrons. Patron. Our life is improved by you. Our life is really like <laughs> this is amazing. Is. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I don't know if we say this enough. Like, we don't. This entire thing is just ludicrous how yeah. wonderful it is like we are so thankful we it's are crazy we are surviving because of you yeah, th- yeah. and it's like fun and, and it's we're like doing fun. what we love to do and it's just like cra- i get to make a weird song every week like <laughs> weird i get to finally talk about movies yeah it's <laughs> yeah. amazing it's really nice uh huber as you are the person in jones's seat you have the rights and responsibility to share your twitter handle you get the final word on anything you disagreed with in this entire podcast. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to. And you get to give everyone your trademark sign-off. I'm at Michael P. Huber. This is at BenMore34. No, 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 you can't do this that. This is at You Ian can't Hank. do that. You can't do that. This is at Kyle Bossman. Ignore that. One of them was wrong. <laughs> okay. Ben Moore. Zero through five, start. Zero through five. <laughs> it's cool, move forward. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they they need to make Pokemon glorious again. Take a chance, take a risk, put it on NX, launch game. Make it happen. Uh, this Friday at 3 p.m., there's a Hearthstone tournament that we will be streaming. Uh, tweet Ben Moore for all the details and to sign up. Uh, we're super excited about it. And I think that's it. What's your trademark sign-off, Just, man? Oh, we're easy allies. We love the patrons. <laughs> what was it last time? 
stay hyped or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs>